again, again, we just can't get away from this question. What is the point? What's the point of the whole thing? Like, what else? I don't know. Like, what is life even about? Welcome to Consciously, a podcast focused on honest conversations for regular people seeking spiritual growth. Here's our host, Menachem Poznanski. Hey, Consciously family, welcome back. Okay, here we go. Huh. It's exciting, exciting. Uh, finishing off, rounding off our uh, three-part L series uh, today. Going to jump into the second part of the uh, the mission in Pirkei Avos. We're going to touch on the last parts uh, over the Rosh Hashanah holiday uh, on the Madrigos TLR Rosh Hashanah retreat. We're going to really jump into that. Theme of the retreat is seize the moment. It's really about uh and then hopefully, please God, I will follow up with some uh some episodes or an episode on that. Uh once I tease out all that material with all my friends. Uh but first, before we get to that, before we get to today's episode, I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast. Um wanna invite you to give us stars and reviews. Uh, the better the stars, the better the reviews, the more the bots think that we're worthwhile, which they're bots. So what matters is that you think we're worthwhile. So you can also just share us with your friends, uh, pass the good word on, keep growing this family. Um, this, uh, trying to keep the episodes weekly. Uh, I'm actually planning a trip to Israel, Eretz Israel, which is really exciting, um, for Aser Tshuva and the days in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. And then, um, and then the first days of Sukkot as well to visit some family, visit my mom. Um, which I'm really excited about, and all my friends out there. But uh, definitely jump in with some episodes as soon as we can. So it might be a little bit of a hiatus after this, after I promised an episode after Rosh Hashanah. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, we'll do our best. <laughs> um, if you want to check us out on uh, our website, thelightrevealed.org, you can check us out on social media, The Light Revealed, at uh, The Light Revealed on Instagram and on Facebook. Some great material going up. Uh, Joey did some great material on L. Uh, Ben did some great material and is doing great material. And Shmaya and and uh, Morty have really hit their stride, the Unconsciously podcast. Um, they have great guests. They have a great lineup coming up. It's really a beautiful podcast. It's just a space for young people to share a message, not so much about their stories, about the juicy parts of their stories, but really about some things that they've learned along the way and how they can pass those on. It's great for them to pass it on and great for us to receive it. It's really great. I wanna, I'm really, really impressed with what they've done there. Um, okay, that's all the things. Okay, so this whole series of L episodes has really been focused in on trying to prepare ourselves, trying to look back at the year that passed and really look towards the year in the future. And we started off. we started off by talking about, you know, using the teaching of Rabbi Nachman, the derech of tshuva, of uh, ratz v'shav, of being able to see God in, in, in both the times of challenge and when things are vibing. And then that flowed us into the mission in Pirkei Avos uh, of Hillel that says, which translates as, if, if I am not for myself, what am I? Who, who, who will be for me? Uh, if I am for myself, what am, who am I? And if not now, when? 
which really kind of encapsulates three questions. What am I? Um, who, I'm sorry, who am I? What am I? And when? Uh, which, which covers three spiritual principles, ownership, missionhood, and initiative. So, um, which are really critical principles for a spiritual life, right? That kind of flowed us into the second episode where we talked about who am I, right? Which is the first question that Hill poses. And looking at like a journey towards seeing the process of tshuva and spiritual development as a journey towards uh, our true selves and the way in which an awareness of our true selves allows us to live in a state of peace with ourselves and acknowledge the parts that we would like to grow and change that that make us mashug, make us crazy, um, and also the parts of us that we really admire, and how that orients towards the messages of Hasidus related to how we can encounter other people. Um, and today we really want to talk about, I really want to talk about the second part of the of the second Mishnah, which is ve'imani la'atzmi ma'ani, right? And if I am for myself, what am I? Which really qualifies the first statement. As we said last time, it kind of shows how the whole thing is not selfish, right? But Hillel's, like the obvious interpretation of it is that Hillel's teaching us that if, if I'm living a self-centered life, right, if I'm only thinking about myself, then my life lacks value, lacks missionhood. That inherent to the process of missionhood is some type of, a, some type of orientation towards a benefit, uh, a sense of purpose and meaning, not only for our lives, but for the lives of others. So really, Hill is really asking us, inviting us to ask ourselves, like, what what am I? Like, what, what is my life about? How is my life for others? And how does that drive my perspective? And how can that inform the way in which I begin to reflect on the year that passed and really readying myself for the year to come? So that question, what am I, really opens the door <laughs> To other questions, it was like, well, what's a person? What's a Jew? What's the point of life? What's the point or objective of spirituality? And there's like no shortage of answers for all those things, right? We can talk about like what functionally a person is. A person is a soul and a body, right? Rabbi Tversky talked about how a person is part animal, which is which is a an old philosophical idea, part animal and part soul. Neither uh, so part animal and part angel, neither angel nor soul, right? He talked about that idea a lot, right? What, what is a person? What does it mean to be a Jew, to be a, a bearer of uh, a spiritual being with the capacity to do mitzvahs of Hashem, to channel unrestrained divine light into the world, right? In a very unique and special way because we have the Torah. The Torah is this unique portal into spiritual light, and by being Jews, we have the opportunity to channel light in. Okay, what's what's the point of the whole thing? Like, what what's the point? Why, why? You know, sometimes, sometimes people in the world of recovery will say, like, "Well, I'm so grateful that I have this problem." I mean, not just in the world of recovery, in all forms of life recovery. You know, I'm so grateful I have this because I was able to help other people with the same problem, which is very meaningful and it feels really good. But like, if I didn't have the problem and they didn't have the problem, then it wouldn't be necessary. So like. What's the point of the whole thing? It's just a round robin of broken people picking each other up, which is which is nice. What's the purpose of it? Like, what's the underlying idea? Why are we doing that? And and, and that really keys into what's the point of avodas Hashem, of spirituality, of serving God, or trying to fulfill our spiritual mission? What's the point? 
So Hillel says an interesting thing. He says, Imani la'atzmi, right? Then mani. And one could make a play on words that, that what Hillel is really saying is, Imani, if my I is la'atzmi, only focused on myself, then ma'ani, then I don't have an I. The unique thing about a, about a person is that when a person, when a person's self is not in a state of giving, they're less of a person. It's a it's a funny kind of trap door. It's like it's like in the recovery programs where they say things like you can't get it get it till you're giving it away, right? You don't really grasp it until it's flowing through you, right? And they say similar things about teaching Torah or learning Torah that when you teach Torah to somebody else, it allows you to learn the Torah way way differently than you would ever learn it yourself, and that applies to to all the areas of life. That in some way, if I'm not transmitting then I'm not really experiencing it in the first place. It's like an artist is not an artist until they make the painting. Right? Until their art is expressed, the, there's something missing about the artistry. Because this is an idea that I've been thinking a lot about. My friend, a friend of mine, Moshe Faglin, has been talking to me about this a little bit, and I really like it. The, the realization that we're, we're all creatives. We're all artists. Like We associate creatives in a certain way because people that have are very, very high on the scale of creativeness, have a certain personality often or a certain orientation to life, and people that are maybe a little less on the on the scale of creativeness or less act like less on the scale of creativeness in a way that's obvious. Um, you know, they, they might live their lives more structured, more balanced, more disciplined, whereas people that are more artistic, the more artistic they are, they tend to be more struggle more with boundaries or with discipline, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a, a vast um, uh, generalization. So I apologize for that. But but part of what we've been talking about is the way in which we are created and from a Jewish spiritual frame, B'Tselem Elohim, in the image of God, and God is a creator, which means we are creators. And what that means is that the most acute form of spirituality is when we are being creative. And that, the way that orients to what we're talking about here is that one of the whole hinges of being creative is this capacity to share your light with others. Like, you can have all the creativity in the world, but unless you're giving it to somebody else, it doesn't really get actualized in the way that it could, right? You can learn something, but you don't really get it until you teach it to somebody else. You can have an idea for a painting, but if you don't make the painting and show it to people, there's something missing in it. There's something lacking in it. You're when you hold it for yourself, some of the artistry, some of the genius is held back. And that's really what, what Hillel is touching on in Mani La'atzmi, Mani. So the question is why? Again, so what's the point of the whole thing? Why make it that way? Why make it that I, in order for me to be more me, I have to be giving, right? Which almost sounds like codependent, right? But obviously it's not. And that's where maybe the, the inner seedling of the healthy part of codependency comes from, right? Is that like in a certain way, I am not myself, right? If I don't have you to give to, if I'm limited within myself, and my nila atzmi, if my knee is limited for myself, then mani, then I don't even have an eye. I don't even have an eye. I don't even have a pers- purpose to existence. I don't have a mission. So there's a teaching that comes from Baal Shem Tov, um, and it's repeated in other places. I heard it from my friend and mentor, Joey Rosenfeld, and uh, and he said it to me many, many times. And uh, and it's related to like modern Hebrew language, which is the word kacha, right? Which means because, 
right? And Kacha, the Baal Shem Tov explains, and the other Tzadikim explain, and Joey explained to me, that Kacha, Chaf, Chaf Hey, right? The letter Chaf twice, and then and Hey, which spells Kacha, which in, in vernacular of, uh, like, modern Hebrew means, like, Kacha, that's whatever. Why, do you, why did you do the way? Kacha, I just wanted to. I just felt like it. The Kacha stands for Keser Kol Haksarim, which is the crown of all crowns. Which means, in the language of Panimiya Torah, the Keser of Hashem refers to the, the aspect of God which is most connected to the essence of God as it's manifest below, right? Cause like, the, like the crown of the king, right? It's, it's above even the Chachma, even the, the idea of creation, but it's very, very much connected to the, the impulse of creation. The Nis'ave HaKadosh Baruch Olios Leidir B'Tachtonim, that God desired, right, which Chazal tell us, the rabbis tell us, God desired to have a dwelling space in the, whole, in, in, the lower, in the lower world. Why? Why did God create the world? Kacha, he felt like it. Or, as, as, as it's also brought down in this forum, Derech Hatov Lemetiv, it's the nature of good to bestow goodness, right? So God created us before there was even an us to be good. He wanted to be good. He wanted to bestow goodness. Which is a similar idea. It's kacha. And part of part of what this teaches us, part of the spiritual messaging here, is that there is a certain part of Jewish spirituality which admits that, that we do things, the point of, the objective of spirituality is kacha. There's all sorts of reasons. Like it's it's meaningful to give to others. It's it's meaningful to be good. It's meaningful to have suffering because I can help other people suffering. But if you if you go down the ra- rabbit hole of the ultimate reason and you're looking for an ultimate reason that that exists within the confines of logic, within the concept of li- confines of linear thought, you're going to be very disappointed. You're not going to find it's going to be circular. The whole thing is going to be circular. The most acute answer given in Jewish spirituality, in Pneumius Torah is kacha. Hashem did it this way because. Because. So that opens the door for us to really think about what is the kacha of our life? What is the because of our life that drives us to live a life of if I am not for my if I am for myself, then when am I? Which means how am I being not for myself? How am I being for others? How am I living my life for others? So what are the causes of our lives? That's really what I want to kind of think about today. Just a, a little bit of a reflection. So sometimes we do the right thing or live in a spiritual form or serve others because I have to. I have to do it to survive. I have to do it because without without the 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 anchor of kindness without the anchor of service i might lose my humanity as victor frankl tells us as we've talked about many times i might be swallowed up by the overwhelming nature of reality if i don't have a sense of missionhood if i don't have a sense of giving of purposefulness the the arduousness the difficulty of life itself can consume me to the degree that i'll lose my very humanity i might survive physically but i won't survive spiritually that's what Viktor Frankl taught us. We talked about this many times on the podcast. But that's the first kacha of life, right? It's the acceptance that I have to live my life oriented towards a way of giving and to evaluate in what way my life was dedicated to living to living for, for, for the sake and for the good of others because I have to, for myself. There's an imperative. The other kacha of our lives, the other because of our lives is because we're called to. We're called to. We're, there's, a, there's a calling. Calling by what? There's a calling by life. Life calls us to serve. 
life calls us to give, the way that the reality of the world exists. Parents have children, right? The nature of love, the impulse to procreate. And part of having children is the necessity to give, right? And then you become part of a community. Then We can't survive without a community, but then part of being in a community is not just taking from the community, but giving to the community. So life itself calls us to give. Why? Kacha. That's how life does it. Another thing is my ecosystem. The ecosystem that I operate in, my, my, my immediate reality. Forget the theoretical idea of, of, uh, of human sociological um, impulses and how we form societies and form families and form social systems. But my ecosystem calls me to. My kids need me. My wife needs me. My friends need me. People need me. And if I don't heed the call, then I won't heed the call. Kacha. This is, I have to. My friends want, I mean, the people need me, my friends, my loved ones. They need me, so I heed the call. And then most importantly, by God. God calls me to service. Right? That's the because of my life. The kaka of my life is why do I have to live my life for others? Because I'm called by God. So the next one is is because we owe a debt. Because kaka, we owe a debt. We have to repay. And the only way for me to truly pay back, who? My parents, my teachers, my ancestors, God. For the life that I've been given, right? They, I was given life. I didn't ask for life. I was given life. I was given love. I was given opportunity. I was given beautiful kids. I was given a beautiful life. I was given existence. And that bestowal of a reality, as long as I, I can, at least for, for those of us who are feeling grateful about our lives, right? And if you're not, I would recommend you sit down and reflect on some gratitude. And hopefully that will help you shift your perspective, at least for a moment, to feel that it's worthwhile to be alive, that it's a gift to have existence itself. And existence itself, kacha, calls you to serve. It calls you to, to give back, just like they gave to me. The only way I can repay them is by giving back to them. I often tell, I often repeat over a principle I heard in recovery, right, from an old-timer. You know, I heard him say it in a meeting. I was like, I was totally, like, shocked by it. He said, you know, we come here to the rooms, the 12-step rooms, and uh, and someone sponsors us, and then we sponsor others. And sometimes the sponsee, the person who's being guided, being mentored, feels like the mentor, they owe something to the mentor. But one of the unique things about that system, and why I was so enamored by this, is because really I feel like this applies in all of life. And and it's a principle that, that I try to like bring into my life in every area, in every area, you know, which is... Everybody that's giving is giving because of those who came before them they couldn't possibly return the favor to. Everyone is passing on the light. Everyone is a lamplighter. Their light was was lit, and now they have the opportunity to go light others, the lamps of others. That's the nature of existence. And and really, when we when we walk around feeling like we owe those who mentor us like abundant thanks, or we have to like repay them for it. What we're really doing is ignoring the fact that the best way that we can repay them is by sharing what they've given us. Because then the seedling that they planted inside of us grows in abundance to all the people that we impact. Right? So that's so that the 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 old timer was saying, I tell my I tell my sponsees you don't owe me a thing. The only thing you owe me is that you promise that you will give back to somebody else without thought of return. That's the only thing you owe me, but you owe me that. You owe that to me, that's a debt that you owe to me, and I owe to the person that told, gave it to me. And I was, I was really enamored by that. And then, like, really, that's true for, for everything. I mean, think about all that our parents did for us, all of our teachers, at least the good ones, even more so our ancestors who struggled 
you know, suffered, you know, um, who really suffered to survive so that we could have life. For those of us who, you know, have immediate, you know, family members who we remember who went through things like the Holocaust, you know, their life itself, their struggle to survive, to get through the next day and to not give up really is the only reason that we're around, we're, we are alive. And how can we possibly repay that? How do we possibly repay life? And the answer is, kacha, you pay back by giving freely and to God as well. The last kacha is really, really amazing. It's really, really wonderful to think about. The last kacha is a kacha shabakacha. It's like a double kacha. And that is like, we give because we can, because we're humans. Because as I said before, we're creators. It's our nature. We were created in B'Tzal Malukim. We created in the image of God. God is a creator. Derech HaTov And we are creators. Derech HaTov When we feel that it is not our nature to give, to bestow goodness, we are denying our essence. And therefore, to be is to give. To be is to bestow. To be, to be is to create. Not just for, for ourselves, but to others to manifest that good. So this is perhaps the message that uh, that Hillel is leaving for us. If I am for myself, if I if I if I hog my ani for myself, then what am I? And really, I have to share myself, to share myself as much as possible, as often as possible. I have to have missionhood and I have to have purpose. Why? Kacha, because I have to, and because I'm called to, and because I I owe a debt, and because I can. And how beautiful is that? Utter kindness kacha shabakacha keser kolaksar okay there we go so that rounds out our our L episodes maybe we'll try to throw one in just to finish off this series in the lakh shavemasai I don't know I have to think about it but uh, but it was a great run I really appreciate you joining me I value this thank you for a great year of consciously if I don't have an opportunity to leave an episode next week or pre-rush on episode but uh, it's a great joy and a great privilege Sang you mamish. Love. All the all the Thank you for joining the Consciously family. Consciously is brought to you by The Light Revealed, a social media publisher bringing messages of Jewish spirituality and recovery to whoever is looking for them. Consciously is made possible by the kindness of the Capellius family in memory of Tzipora Bas Ravaram. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe wherever else you get your podcasts. We love connecting with you, so please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org. Feel free to email us at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tahilo Nasanian. The assistant to the regional co-host is Shmaya Hanekman, and our music is by Eitan Katz featuring Zusha. Thank you for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed ways.